Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Geek Digest podcast. My name is Victoria. And my name is Zaphod. And today, which is a day later than we usually record, <laughs> we are going to be talking about a myriad of things and lots and lots of rumors. We recorded this yesterday. Let's call and... this episode 4B. Yeah, episode 4B, because <laughs> we finished recording great episode really excited about it oh i'm like awesome zay how'd that go and he was like oh my god oh my lord <laughs> i've it made didn't a, record i've made a huge mistake <laughs> he made a huge mistake it didn't record it did not <laughs> well I, let's let's not say it uh, i i did not record yeah. <laughs> They just did not hit that good record button. Human error completely. Um, yeah, you know what? It happens. Call it being things on the road. Happen. Call it a new setup. Yep. <laughs> things <laughs> things happened and they were within my control, but it was... A mistake was made. Oh my god. Mistakes were made. However, <laughs> thankfully, we record on Saturdays. So if chaos does happen... Uh, we can always push it to Sunday. Backup so, plans are I think working. That's smart. I think it's, we didn't even plan it. We just started recording on Saturdays, but mm -hmm. I think it's smart that we started doing that because now it's like, well, a critical error was made. For when this happens in the future, we will be set. Yeah, because it, I mean, like, we know I'm going to do it at least once <laughs> or I'm going to like hit delete or something. I'll do something stupid. I'm gonna It'll just, happen. Since we're recording right now, triple check. Waveform looks good. <laughs> yes. Audio I'm looks gonna okay. I'm going to ask you every time we, we do this now, I'm going to be like, can you see your waveform? It's smart. It's smart question, honestly. <laughs> like, might as well triple, triple check. Exactly. So we are on Apple Podcasts now. The last time that we talked about Apple Podcasts, we were still saying that like we thought we were going to get approved soon, but we hadn't heard anything back. And we are officially on Apple Podcasts. So if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, thanks. Give us a rating. I appreciate it. Give us you. some stars. Say some nice words about us. We appreciate you. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. Today, we are talking about a lot of rumors. I hope... Everybody, when I said that, that Lindsay Lohan song called Rumors got stuck in your head like it's been stuck in mine. Oh, God. Why did you just do oh, that yeah. to me? I'm tired of... I'm not I'm not actually going to sing it because copyright, <laughs> but y'all know what I mean. <laughs> so the first thing that we want to talk about today is one of the powerhouses of the gaming industry, and that is Sony. So Sony has filed for a patent. Do you kind of want to explain it a little bit? Yeah. To everyone? So what has happened is they filed for a brand new patent for the the pat the PlayStation Five. We all know the new generation of consoles is very much yeah. so on its way. Uh, probably going to be announced. I'm I'm assuming we'll hear some news at E3 this year. If if we don't, I, I would, would be so. extremely surprised. Although I did remember that Sony is not going to be at E3 this year. What? So they aren't in E3 anymore? Why aren't they going? To, what? What? Ha, what? What? See, yeah, I've been did like, you miss that one? People have been saying that. Yeah, missed that memo. Yeah, they pulled totally out of E3 did not know that. and were, the rumor is they're completely planning, well, the idea is they're probably going to do their own conference a la 
kind of like a Nintendo Direct kind of thing, or just, I mean, in, in, in so many ways, maybe it makes sense just for them to really hype up their own PlayStation 5. They don't necessarily need to be at the E3 conference and just directly provide something for their own fans, sell tickets so they can profit mm-hmm. off of it. There's lots of things that go I, on with uh, that. Yeah, but I think it's a terrible idea. It may it's going to set precedent and then E3 is going to die. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> we run that risk, right? Yeah. Like E3 will die and it'll set a precedent and all fucking companies will start doing it and then E3 is going to die. So it's, great job, Sony. It's true. Uh, I mean, having <laughs> gone to E3 last year, it's like there's not. Uh, how do I say this? It's the format is old. You know, E3 came out in the 90s when like right before the 16-bit generation. And it was honestly generated a lot by... Anyway, I could go into a history of it forever. No, I get it. So Um, the PlayStation 5 uh, has been filed for backwards compatibility. That's what the patent... Which I'm so excited about. It's really cool. The... uh, it's it's just something that I think is a really smart decision considering I agree how little of the consoles do that now currently and how oh God, yeah. if they really want to remain top dog and introduce a new generation of people to gaming they open up their entire back catalog to people exactly so I mean like if we think about okay if we think about the gaming industry last week we talked about how much bigger the gaming industry has gotten in the last year. Mm-hmm massively that's because more people who have never played games ever before are buying consoles Mm -hmm. because they're so normalized Mm -hmm. and to them the ps4 is the ps4 and they're buying every game that they want how mad would they be if they got the ps5 and all of the games that they've had for the ps4 they can't play anymore completely right like your Red and Dead Redemptions, your God of War, like yes, those games exactly. which will still be multi-million dollar sellers in a couple of years. Yep. Well, that's the thing, right? Like how many of us are still buying copies of GTA Five? Right. Right. So I just think that like it would be so fiercely unintelligent of them to not have backwards compatibility anymore. Yep. Like, you know, the gaming industry, it wasn't as huge as it was when the PS4 came out. It was huge, but it's not as huge as it is now. Yes. So when all the people griped about the fact that they couldn't play their PS3 games on their PS4 anymore, it wasn't the end of the world, right? right? But the gaming industry is a whole new beast after this generation. Completely. So. And it's. I think it's very intelligent and it's going to. It's that because last week we were talking about that thing. They need that thing that's going to keep them at the top. Yes. Right. Sony needs that thing. I think this might be that thing. This is definitely something that could push them there. You know, it's yeah, it's something that they're still going to be geared towards older gamers. They're still going to be geared towards yeah. people that have been kind of playing for a while. But if they kind of shift yeah. that advertising and really focus on some of the nostalgia, and I yeah. think this is important because what what I think the Switch allowed. Uh, people to do is people who are about my age and a little older is to purchase a system and to allow them to play games with their kids and to share some of that gaming experience with the younger generation. And so if the PlayStation has backwards compatibility and they want to say, hey, Mm -hmm. do you want to play the games that I did when I was growing up? Here's something I can share with you and you can experience a part of my culture and my upbringing that you may not have had you are the way you are exactly 
Yeah. That's, that's really kind of like the key thing. It's, they understand that the people who are obsessed with games that have been brought up around games that have had a GameCube and an Xbox 360 and a PS3 and now a PS4. And, mm. you know, they know that those people are having kids now, mm-hmm. like you said. That's such an interesting thing to think about because you know that they're thinking about it even if you're not. Exactly. It's just it's just such a smart move. Like, I don't... I know it's rumors. We don't know for sure if that's what they're going to end up doing. We exactly. don't know how they're going to execute it. It's just a patent. Um, we have to see if that moves yeah. forward or not. But if it does... Is the execution going to fail? Who knows? Who knows? But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really hopeful because if it's... Like, this is saying that it'll be backwards compatible with, like, everything. Yes. That means I can play Mass Effect on my PS5. Yes. And, Which currently... Oh, boy, do I want that. Currently for you means that you wouldn't have to get a new PC. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's literally the exclusive reason. No, wow, World of Warcraft. I want to be able to stream WoW, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got two reasons. It's Mass Effect and WoW. That's good. Well, at least I stick to my brand. Yeah, you're good at it. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing yeah, with I, um, even more rumors, yes. though, is uh, we have uh, another story coming out of almost another end of the spectrum, but another tech giant. Yes. Is, I was going to say, it's a tech giant from a different industry, if yes, you will. Yes, completely. But, also but they're trying, trying to, to infiltrate our industry. Yes, yeah. to our industry. It is our the industry. The games industry. So exactly. Apple is reportedly putting together a streaming service, like a Netflix for yeah. gamers, which this is a big rumor. Um, we're, mm-hmm. we're seeing this according to anonymous sources and not exactly sure how this would be executed or if it's even a a legitimate possibility considering Apple hasn't said anything about it, but it's, it's an interesting move in this world. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, yeah, I, here's my thing. Um, how are we going to get devs on board? How are we going to get games companies on board? Like, no one is going to want to join Apple's service Mm -hmm. when they could just make their own. Right? It's true. There's already so many. Yes. Right? Like, we have Origin. I'm sure Steam is probably going to come out with one at some point. Nintendo's likely going to do one at some point. And it'll probably be soon. I'm sure that's already in the works with Nintendo. Yeah. I just don't see that happening well even just i don't see it happening each of those publishers you just mentioned has their own game stores already so exactly yeah putting that that profitability from their own perspective on apple is 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 still kind of you know it it'd be interesting to see the execution i think like Nintendo may be open to lending some of their older games there. Yeah. Just considering but it would be less popular ones. Yes. Uh well, I mean, I think it would be like maybe 
the original Super Mario Brothers, some of the retro yeah, games. Stuff like that. Um, which yeah. they just love selling over and over and over <laughs> again. It's just ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. And they've made so much money on those titles. It's ridiculous. Right. And it, us, us in the Nintendo cult will just continue to pay for them over and over again and then justify it's like me it with to Skyrim. anyone. Yes, exactly. Skyrim <laughs> on your Google Alexa? Why not? Yeah, I'll do it, team. <laughs> But they, it's, the the benefit, I think, would be is the massive install base that Apple already has, yeah. and well, whether yeah. it's on phones, whether it's on Macs, whether it's on Apple yeah. TVs, there's, I mean, they really do dominate that market, and it's, so yeah. if it's, you know, if they get even a million people, which is a, a conservative estimate for people that own iPhones paying right. $4 a month. That's 4 million cash for something that they already own and don't have to produce other than the network connectivity. Yeah. And we know it wouldn't be $4 a month. Right. Completely. But that's At least just not Canadian. Completely conservative. But I totally, I totally yeah. know what you mean. Like I just, I mean, if we're talking phone wise, I could see them maybe doing it with mobile games, but there's so many microtransactions in mobile games that I don't even think it would function in that way. Because then all sure. of the microtransactions in the mobile games that we play now just would have to not exist if it was part of this subscriber-based sure. game. And how would they make that split effective? It's like when YouTube decided to put out YouTube Red and then you started getting like a fraction of YouTube Red ad revenue and it was like literally nothing. It was even less than AdSense, which is pennies. Right. So like, I don't, I don't know. Like I just, like I know this is a rumor and I know that if they end up doing it, it's gonna, it'll obviously, like Apple doesn't, Apple doesn't fuck things up, for lack of a better term. Well. Like, well, well. okay. Apple not often fucks things up. Sure. Right. A lot of times the things they put out have been well thought. No company is perfect. Um, but a lot of times the things they put out has have been, you know, heavily considered, heavily weighted. Especially know. in the media space, you know, like they've yes. dominated music for a while. Now they're finally yep. competitors with Spotify and uh, yep. anything else, you know, streaming services. You know, the same thing yeah. with the App Store. And like, especially we were just talking about at the intro is podcasts. Like that's yep. the only app that I go to to listen podcasts Well, exactly. On. I don't, I mean, like I know there are podcasts on Spotify, but I'm not going to always go to Spotify mm -hmm. for my podcasts. I'm going to go to Apple Podcasts yep. because the interface is logical. Mm -hmm. It works. And also we're on it. Yes, we um, are. <laughs> Give us a rating. Um, but <laughs> I know what you're saying. I do think that those stand out differently because Apple was the first one there yes. for those ones. Yes. Right? Apple is not the first one there for this one. And also there's kind of like an ownership over this industry yes that people feel that they don't feel for the music industry mm -hmm. and i don't know how to describe it other than ownership completely i just don't know i i understand why they want to try almost like gatekeeping, 43 billion dollar in industry way. last year yes. i get it yes it is it's really like gatekeeping I, I totally get it. I get why Apple wants to try and kind of jump into this industry because it is so huge and it's only growing and we're going to have VR soon. And, you know, mm -hmm. well, we have VR, but it's going to become far more normalized yes. soon. You know, it's um, 
I get it. It's a burgeoning, growing industry that's really only going to grow. It's really at the forefront of technology, mm-hmm. and you know where where newspaper and television are dying, games are not. And it's right? a blend so of I all that media it. completely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I I get it. I get why Apple wants to kind of take a piece of that pie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be successful. Yeah. I think we'll have to wait to see how it's executed. We'll definitely and keep tabs kind on of, this and see yeah, what happens. I, I think I like anything. the idea. Exactly. I like the idea of any kind of rumor that we talk about kind of touching base on it every time there's an update. Mm-hmm. Just because like if you guys are hearing about it here, then you'd probably like to hear about how it finishes off here, mm-hmm. right? So I think we'll keep eyes out on kind of what Apple's plans are. Yes. I don't know. I we have a feeling see. we probably won't hear something about this for a while. Probably not. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it's not going to be at any next keynote or anything like that. And especially if it's oh, just exactly. if it's just a rumor, like this said, they reportedly begun discussing plans in private with game developers. So, yeah, what, who, who are game developers? It's it's probably not the big ones like we talked about. It's very no. interesting. Yeah. I really doubt that. I mean, maybe it'll be end up being a streaming service for indie games, but yeah. I also don't think I see that happening either. I don't I either. I don't really see Apple being like, oh, yes, indie games, that's where we should stop. Right. Because they're a massive conglomerate. Yes. So, I don't know. Completely. I don't know. I just feel so strange about it. I just don't think it'll be successful, but we'll have to see. Yep, let's see. So, we have kept a little bit of a secret from you guys. This podcast is actually going to have some segments and Zay and I are each going to have our own segment and I am so excited about it. And you guys get to experience the first of those segments. Zay is going to have a little show called The Indie Recliner. And basically, he's going to review indie games, let you guys know what the games are like, whether they're any good, and then we will get back to rumor central welcome to the first edition of the indie recliner we're gonna sit back kick your feet up and focus on indie titles from pc switch ps4 and xbox that you probably haven't heard of i hope to find some diamonds in the rough which you really wouldn't have heard of through general advertising and enlighten you to something that you may not have given a chance before Although not all of the games will be winners, I'll give you my honest opinion from my perspective. I plan on using a four-point system to rate games, being split into four, sell your kidney good, three, pretty, pretty, pretty good, two, meh, and one, hot garbage. This way you can get a simplistic sense of where I stand with the games, and not be confused by an 8.7 versus a 9.1. I'll be trying to highlight a new game almost every week and work on giving you as much content as possible. Hopefully I'll find something that you enjoy. So pull up a cushion, kick your feet up, and let's hear about some games. First game I'll be reviewing is a game called Steamberg. It was released in 2017 on PC and is now out on Switch. Steamberg is a futuristic, steampunk, isomorphic puzzle game which takes place in a future where killer robots are trying to destroy humankind. You play as Vincent, a scientist who has developed a weapon to destroy the killer robots. It begins with a fairly simple story and is pointed by dialogue-only cutscenes which serve to advance the premise of robots destroying humans. The puzzles are interesting at times, but fall short in their repetitiveness. 
Your main mechanics to destroy the robots are to lead them to killer Tesla coils, which can also destroy you if you get close to them. Your other option is to throw energy bombs, of which you have a limited amount per level, to distract the robots and draw their attention away from you and towards the coils. Other mechanics include activating bridges or gates in order to access different parts of the levels to collect bits of green energy, usually three per level. The controls in the game are pretty sluggish. Your character has one walking speed and it's not very fast. The robots walk just a bit faster than you, which makes you have to use your bombs to lead them away pretty frequently. But since you have a limited amount, you have to be strategic about when you use them. The bombs can also trigger the generators to activate the bridges or gates and open up other areas of the map. Once you progress, you are introduced to one-way teleporters of different colors, which you can also throw bombs through to distract and entice the robots. Certain overhead graphics such as blimps or hot air balloons appear randomly on the screen, which obscure your view from time to time, and seem to have no impact or importance on the game. The map graphics are fairly detailed, but in the time that I played, they seem to just be glorified barriers without too much to explore. The sound design is fairly basic, and the music is pretty repetitive, but it isn't that distracting from the gameplay. Overall, the puzzles aren't simple to solve, but their challenges seem to come from the gameplay mechanics itself, rather than the design of the puzzles. I feel fairly meh about this game, and can advise you to pass on it. But if it's on a cheap sale, and if you're looking for something to kill the time, it's not the worst game on the market. So that wraps up the first edition of the Indie Recliner. Stay tuned for more editions coming in the future, and hopefully we'll find a game that passes more than just a two on my scale. Thanks, and see you next time. Steamberg seems like it was an interesting game for sure. Mm -hmm. Getting back to the next rumor that we are going to talk about, and this is definitely Rumor City Bench, but I think it's a kind of rumor that, uh, I mean, it makes sense um, it for a myriad of reasons, but let's stop playing the eluding game. Basically, okay, so the Xbox and the PS4 came out. Awesome. We had a sweet, sick 500 gigabyte PS4. I've still got it sitting next to me. And then you literally installed 10 games and you were like, oh God, I don't have space anymore. Goodbye. So PlayStation and Xbox, Sony and Microsoft basically said, oh, we should probably re-release this console <laughs> in a slightly smaller version with a little bit more space. So they released the Xbox One S and the PS4. I think it's called the PS4 Slim. I don't know exactly what it's called because I don't have it. But that you had like one one terabyte options for sure and maybe two terabyte options. And if you wanted to have more space and you didn't know how to switch out a hard drive, you could just buy a new console. Personally, for myself, I just kind of ripped out my 500 gigabyte hard drive. I put in a two terabyte SSD. Um, so now I still have my old PS4. It's just got a way better hard drive in it. But this is kind of the trend with consoles. They'll release the console the first time and then they'll push out a second version a couple of years later to keep it fresh, even though fundamentally the components are the same. It happened with the PS3 and the Xbox 360 as well. It's just kind of a trend that happens within the gaming world. And the next console that we're going to see that with is the Nintendo Switch because that was released a couple of years ago now. So, Reportedly. You know, Reportedly. we should be... Ex Reportedly, we should. I mean, if if trend holds, yeah, if we history goes, we should see something. I mean, Nintendo exactly. has done this for a long time. Exactly. Yeah. So 
allegedly, the rumor is, is that the next Switch model is going to be smaller in size, smaller in cost. It makes sense. Which is interesting. It makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, it's right up their alley. It. I mean, for someone like you and I who purchased the original, yeah. it, it kind of... It, it hurts a little bit because you're like, oh, I know. Come on, like uh, just. And you what, have like, two. Why? Yeah, I do. We we have two. <laughs> yeah, it would have been great because, like, Lauren never plays hers in docked mode. You know, like it's just right. she's completely in handheld, and I would have been like, oh, here's the exact That's same so thing. Fascinating. Yeah. Um. I mean, see, I always because... have mine in docked mode. Yeah. Yeah, see, and that's, I mean, that just goes to the versatility of the console itself. Exactly. It's, you know, they've done this for years. They did it with the Game Boy. They came out with the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, the whole DS line. And then the Game Boy Advance SP. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there was the DS, the DS Lite, the 3DS, and then the new 3DS. The the 3DS XL, don't forget. And then the new Nintendo 3DS XL. Oh, yes, I have that, yeah. So yeah. Well, that's the thing, very, right? Very like it's tried and true at doing this. It's a Nintendo brand thing for yes. sure. I wouldn't be surprised if they made it smaller because we were just talking about the 360 and mm-hmm. realistically like when you think about the 3 or the 360, what am I talking about? 3DS. It's fine. I don't have a brain. Oh, um, no, the 3DS I, is what it I meant. Sense <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> you know, like the 3DS is handheld, you know, Nintendo has this history of handheld devices mm-hmm. the 3ds is a lot smaller than the switch itself and the psp you know if we're talking about other handheld devices not made by nintendo is also smaller than the switch yes so i wouldn't be surprised if they went a little bit smaller mm-hmm. with this device i just hope it comes out in some sick color you're getting my absolute like i am just a sucker for cute colored things like mm-hmm. if it comes out in like a baby pink or Mm, Victoria Shaz purple, right? <laughs> I will buy another one. I am a sucker for it. I have a DS Lite, baby pink. I have the 3DS XL, baby pink. I bought the new 3DS so I could put the replaceable cap on it that is Victoria Shaz purple. Like, can I'm a sucker get, for aesthetics, we, and Nintendo side knows note, that. Can we petition to Pantone <laughs> to name their next blend of the grayish purple lavender to Victoria Shaz purple? Like Honestly, anyone out there, let's let's add that at Pantone. I'm at gonna the... need them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need them to do it. I mean, for your brand, or they could call let's... it like royalty purple or something. That's yes, <laughs> not a big deal. It's not a problem. I can whatsoever. just see you flipping your hair right now. I'm currently <laughs> That's literally doing that. what I'm doing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's that's kind of I just. I don't know. I'm a sucker for the aesthetics. And I think if they put out a new version of the console, they'll be smart enough to not like, they won't just release it. It'll be released in some sort of sick bundle. Oh, completely. Like the new Pokemon game or, you know, oh yeah. Oh, that would be um, massive. I don't know. I, uh, it's, I mean, th- it's it's right up their alley to do something like this. And financially, 100%. it makes so much sense because the the yeah. three nine the two ninety nine price le- uh, price point is a little bit high of an entry for parents that are looking to get something for their kids. Right? It's just especially yeah. for kids who, like Lauren, may just completely play their game in handheld mode. So in that way, Prize it functions. <laughs> completely it's a lot more <laughs> i know but saws to you aussies too uh it's yeah, the yeah. same over there uh it's 
you know, it's a little bit high of a price point for that to just like be a handheld console. Like the, what the, I think the, the last version of the DS, I think was like the 2d version was $99. If I remember right. Yeah. It was really inexpensive and it's, it, it was completely perfect, you know, functioned exactly. I I mean, not perfect, but perfect for what it needed to be for children using that console. It did what it needed to do. Exactly. And so that price point, I think, would make a whole lot of sense for, you know, someone, maybe it has like completely attached Joy-Cons. Maybe they don't remove from the system because that's not a necessary feature anymore. It's, there's a lot of ways this could technologically play out. I mean, if they did non-removable Joy-Cons, right, you're talking about like selling the dock and the handheld separately, right? Yes. So... If they did that and they had non-removable Joy-Cons, that means that they would have to include a controller with the dock. True. That's very like, true. no matter what. Like, they would have to include a controller because, the obviously, the Switch itself, with its non-removable controllers, would have to go in the dock. Then they would have to include a controller because if they well, didn't, people would just be pissed. Well, but if it's a smaller form factor, if we're thinking about that as well, then it potentially could not fit in the dock currently because it's if you take the joy cons off they're flush to the sides of the dock so i mean maybe it's the exact same size but they just shrink the screen down a little bit which just seems kind of weird weird Um, yeah but if they're if they're selling it without the dock maybe it's not even intended to go in the dock you know what i mean yeah but then it's just a handheld device it's not a switch anymore yeah right it's, right, you're completely right, but that doesn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo still sells something called the Nintendo right. Switch that doesn't fit and switch in that any doesn't form switch. at all. It's just yeah, their new brand. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed to be honest. Mm-hmm. If that happened, I'd be pretty salty. If I was like, ah, oh, yes, my Nintendo Switch, it does no switching. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't ours, know. Also, they also. You know, they did it with the 3DS, right? The whole, the feature of the glasses-free 3DS. Then they released the 2DS. So maybe this is like... Yeah, I never had the 3D on on my 3DS. I hate it. You never had the 2DS or... Never. No, I never had the 2DS. I only had 3DS, but I never used the 3D. I was just going to say, because that was probably like just knowing your like non-first person... Yeah. uh, it would it, make me feel sick. Yeah, completely. I mean, there wasn't a lot of times I used it. Because I still wanted to play games. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great system. I don't know. I mean, like... Oh, it God, did... yeah. All of the Pokemon games, like, Bravely Default, all of the Final Fantasy, like, yeah. kind of turn-based games. Harvest Moon up until Stardew Valley came out. Like, I, I played, like, hundreds of hours of Story of Seasons on my 3DS. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it's just I didn't have the 3D on. So I think the I only game... I but they weren't as I... cute. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. It, they, they used to call it the toast, like the the the, to- the piece of toast, the yeah. just flat yes, exactly. form factor. Um, I think the only game I played 3D on with was A Link Between Worlds, and that was just because. Oh yes. It was really cool in that in that setting. Yeah. Um, I had it on off and on that in that game. Yeah, but I would never turn I it had up a all the way because it was never no. like it's it was it, even it did for not me, look great. Yeah, it was a little like oh, and you had to stare at yeah. it in the one direction. But yeah, oh, you were gonna say not great. something. Uh, I don't even remember. Well, I had on a three D yeah. tangent. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but it's <laughs> like I was trying to think of something else they could call it, like in a two DS kind of vein. I was like. 
instead of the switch, maybe right. it's like a the button because <laughs> it doesn't it's the, switch. The new new two DS. The new the new new that Nintendo. new new. <laughs> like oh my god! Instead of switch, oh. it could just be stay. The st- oh the stay that's so good. The Nintendo stay. <laughs> or like the Nintendo on. Like there's no off. Yep. It's just. It's, it's just on. just constantly on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, I just, I just hope they don't do that. Yeah. Because that'll defeat the whole purpose of the Switch. It will. The whole point is that it's supposed to be versatile. That's it will. That's the gimmick. But that's such a Nintendo thing to do. I'll, such I'll, a Nintendo I'll, thing to I'll do. I'll cry. I will at Reggie and be like, <laughs> bro, what is going on, team? Please, What please, are Reggie. you doing? My body was Reggie please. for more Switch. But oh my god, stop. That's like such more. a bad pun. <laughs> no, that's a meme. I didn't create that. That's oh, been really? around for a while. Yeah, he uh You could have absolutely taken credit for that and I wouldn't have known. <laughs> I but people listening would for sure know. Uh yeah. it everyone would have been a, like Zay. An old Wii uh demonstration at E3 where he was uh showing off the Wii Fit and they were like are you ready and he in his awkward like big huge smile nerdy way goes my body is ready and everyone was like oh that was a weird thing to say and so from then it's become my body is Reggie which is just I love it. Is that where my body is ready came from? Yes that's where it came from. Stop. Yes. The my body is ready meme came from Reggie from Nintendo. Reggie Watts not Reggie Watts Reggie feels at me. Yes, oh, from Nintendo, CEO of Nintendo of America, director of Nintendo America. Stunning. My body Stunning. is ready. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Oh, know your memes. <laughs> wow. Know your memes. I was just not internet savvy back then. I was a wee uh, bab who only read books and didn't do bab. things other than reading books. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I kind of, we know there's going to be a change, right? Mm-hmm. You know, these, these rumors, they don't come out of nowhere mm-hmm. um but i definitely think that we don't know what the change is going to be yet yes and once again know. we'll I continue just hope to they monitor don't do it stupid exactly and i i wouldn't be As surprised updates if happen, we, hear, we yeah. will talk about it i mean considering we're pretty overdue for a new nintendo direct it's yeah. It's something that we could potentially hear news on pretty soon. Like, I mean, they really have to talk about games that are upcoming for this year, things that yeah. we really need like a release date for. Like, so far we only like have like Animal confirmed. Crossing exactly, and the new Pokemon game, which is reportedly coming yeah. out this year as well. Uh, I think we'll get that in November. I think so too. I think that's going to be. I the think we're going to get Animal like, Crossing at the beginning of May. Game. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree with you there. It's yeah. I but, think it'll be. Yeah. But just to have those confirmed by Nintendo is something that we need. Like so far, we only Agreed. know up until March what's what's coming. Yeah, out, which is so. absurd, mm-hmm. absolutely absurd, guys. Completely. March is next month. Let's go, mm-hmm. team. Let's do it. <laughs> chop, 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 chop. I'm like tapping my wrist right now, trying to get that. Like, let's go. I'm the. Yep. I'm doing the Judge Judy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of all of it like it's just a rumor right now there's really no way that we can wrap it up because we don't know what's going to happen hopefully there will be a nintendo direct soon we'll probably end up talking about nintendo directs whenever they happen oh completely um 
because they're obviously a huge deal and mm-hmm. Nintendo's a real powerhouse in this industry. They sure um, are. The last thing that we want to talk about today is something that's small, but something that is absolutely bugging the complete shit out of me <laughs> because I am such a huge Bioware Sorry, Victoria's fan. mom. And this game is just, oh yeah. Well, my mom doesn't want me to swear on this podcast anymore, guys. She doesn't want me to swear at all. <laughs> she was like, so our, our podcast got on Apple. And I was like, mom, log on to Apple, like, give us a rating, give us some stars. And she was like, yes, but um, honey, I can't listen to the podcast because you swear too much. And I was like, why? Please. please she was like, please tell her sorry, to please. review us and say that. <laughs> yes. Like, I like the podcast, but for me, Just too much, too much swearing. Profanity. Yeah. <laughs> Too much profanity. My favorite part was that she was like, yeah, I looked at it, Tori, and you've got an E for a <laughs> And I was like, so does every other podcast. Literally <laughs> like, everyone. What are you talking about? All of them. Yeah. So every podcast has an E for explicit. Team. <laughs> like, it's not just us. So... Yeah, I'm getting roasted by my family for my profanity. I'm so I'm trying it. to slow down. I'm being better this episode, I think. It's good. But I think we should bring this in your... anthem crap yes. is definitely warranting some bullshit. It is terms. War- it's some some bullshit from EA. Uh, I love Bioware. But what is EA doing? <laughs> so okay. Right now I'm looking at a tweet. We're gonna link you the tweet which leads you to this graphic that I'm about to talk about. So Anthem, it's this new intellectual property from Bioware. It's been postponed and pushed off for a long, long time. Finally, it's coming out. Right now, as we're recording right now, it is the last day of like the open demo. So this weekend, there was a demo. The release for this game is so staggered that EA put a graphic designer on making a graphic so that people could understand when they'd be able to access the game. Mm -hmm. Let me give you a brief audio walkthrough. On February 1st, 2019, everybody can play it. Wow, oh my God, concepts. Everyone. On on February 15th, it's early access for the full game. And the only people that can play that are people who are part of Origin Access Premiere. What does that then look like have, for Premiere? Is that like is so? Is this a monthly subscription? I feel like it's some sort of monthly for? subscription. Yeah, okay, it's gotta be. I don't know because I, I don't. Use Origin. All I have, all I have on Origin is like Mass Effect, Dragon Age, and The Sims. Gotcha. That's exclusively what I use it for, but I would not pay monthly for it right. at all. Right. So then we have on February fifteenth, twenty nineteen. There's the play first trial, which is only ten hours, and the only people that can access that are Xbox One players and people who are part of Origin Access Basic. Well, EA Access which is Xbox, also a paid. Xbox One and oh, Origin yes, Access Basic. Oh, yes, it's EA Basic. Access. But not so the that's, Origin Access those are still monthly. Those are still monthly subscriptions, mm-hmm. I've, I'm certain. Um, the reason that Origin Access Premiere isn't on that one is because they get the full game on the 15th. Right, but I mean, right. you, would, you would imagine they'd want them to play continuing as right? well. Anyway, that would make sense. It would. And then finally, on February twenty second, the full game. People who pre-ordered on PC and PS four and Xbox One get f- the game a full week later for some reason. An entire week, um, and then that's it. That's Everybody just finally standard. just gets the game. Well, yeah. So 
let's but clarify it's just again. That's, that's so confusing. So on the 22nd, it's just standard. Oh, this is just for pre-orders. Yeah. Pre-orders it, of the it's, 20. It's everybody who pre-ordered the game. So like, yep. I'm pretty sure on February 22nd, you can buy the game. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Like the game releases on February 22nd. Oh. So finally, a week after the people who pay that monthly subscription, these guys can get access. But it's just it's just well, then, ridiculous. Just release the game. Even this graphic is confusing because the The it, graphic is confusing. The 22nd, it seems to imply that EA Access and EA Access and, and yeah. Origin Access don't have access. <laughs> it looks like it, but I don't know. It's, it's, I don't get it. It's just... Oh, I think I think on February 15th, even if you haven't bought the game and you're part of the accesses, you can play it. Oh. Oh. Right? Okay. But then if you didn't buy it, you can't. But if you're part of Premiere, you can. That's... that's uh, how, what, but, what, but why? Just, it's just a heavy sigh is my response a, overall. Just a why? heavy sigh. It's just, just release the game. There's been so much controversy about this game. Just release the game. Like, it should not be so confusing that you have to stagger a release like that. I am not one to jump on the EA hate bandwagon. It is Mm -hmm. so easy to jump on the EA hate bandwagon. Oh, it's really easy. (laughs) One leg on it. One leg is on it. Like, I'm there. Mm -hmm. Because of this debacle. It's just ridiculous. It's so weird. Like at what? At it's what just, point? It's not. It's not consumer friendly at all. Obviously, it is not. they they know that this is not something that people want. I mean, they're no. they're they've continued to do something like this for a while, where they make yeah. a kind of interesting, weird decision that makes no sense for anyone. I I don't even know that it would make sense to to stockholders, but for some reason they continue no. to do it, and it's. I mean, I don't even know. Like, maybe I, I'm trying to think of reasons why they could justify it. Maybe it's to test servers. Maybe it's to allow them to play test on different devices. I, I've, I, I really can't. Say, none of those reasons make sense. Still, even I was as I'm saying say, it, it's open to everyone this weekend. Yeah. So it's not about testing the servers. Everyone's playing it right now. Yeah. So the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like it's I just don't I just don't know like I don't I don't I don't get it I think it's so illogical I think there's already been so much drama around this damn game why are they perpetuating it and it's even like I just was looking at this it, it, it's supposed to have come out a while ago right that's from oh what yeah I understand. it's been I postponed haven't... a lot I haven't been following this development of the game and and then even in their most recent stockholders meeting they said yeah. it was supposed to come out in March, so they're even just yeah. kind of flipping that around and pushing it out a yep. little earlier. Yeah, it's it's a lot, and you know weird. what? Like, uh, I don't know what's going on with Bioware. Mm-hmm. They need to get back to their roots of like story-based games. Like, even if you look at Mass Effect Andromeda, <laughs> that game was put out too fast. It was put out too fast. If you play it, 
you know, it's got really great gameplay mechanics. Sure. <laughs> the gameplay is so good. It's actually so good in Andromeda. Mm-hmm. But the story's shit compared yeah. to the other Mass Effect ones. Because you can't, they didn't, it's like they didn't have their head writers from the original Mass Effect series on it. Mm-hmm. And they put some sort of subsidiary team on it and said, yeah, that'll just pass off. The fans will be okay with it. And then it crashed and burned. Yep. And they put it out too early and there were a ton of bugs and it's just, I don't know what EA is doing and I need them to get their shit together because they own Bioware and Bioware is like one of my game homes. The quote quote we said last week just rings true again is that a rush game is always bad. A delayed game is eventually good. It's exactly. And this is, I get that this game was delayed. Mm-hmm. And it's probably way, 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 way better than it was when they were initially planning on releasing it. Sure. But people are going to be pissed that a game like this is being delayed. Yep. They need to at least give it to the people in an easy way. And they're not doing that. And that's where this failure is happening. Completely. This should not be this confusing. We should not have to read it and be like, wait, how does this work? Mm-hmm. It should be so understandable that they didn't need to put a graphic designer on it. This uh, this is so great. I'm looking at some of the comments on the tweet, and the one of the top ones says, I like when game yeah. companies make these charts because it makes it easy for me to decide which games I'm never going to buy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, it's just, it's, EA's just being ridiculous. It's not Bioware's fault. No. But it's EA's completely just- EA being ridiculous about this yeah. like it's just and didn't they do this with battlefield 5 as well yes they did They did some sort of stupid staggered release as well yeah they did they ridiculous. completely did and it's like it's i mean what's what's interesting is if you have that for a precedent like no one's talking about it now so maybe it's you know yeah. it's frustrating because it's been delayed for a while and people have been yep. wanting this to come through and yep. it's it, it's not you know it's it's not what people yeah. want to see happen. Exactly. But, you know, especially when there's already, you know, so much development hell that's kind of happened with this game. Yeah. Like, get your shit together. Let's let's exactly make it easy for people who want to play this game and have been waiting for exactly. it for a while to have access to I it agree. at the same time as all of their friends. Completely agreed. It's a multiplayer game at its base. So EA mm-hmm. just needs to really rethink its strategies and I don't know what else there is to say on this, so yeah. we should probably just wrap it up before I get really mad about EA. <laughs> tie, in, tie a nice little bow on this one and call it exactly. done. Episode 4B exactly. in the works. Episode 4B. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of the Geek Digest podcast. We appreciate you guys so, so much. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to give us your thoughts on the things that we talked about, do you like that we talk about rumors? Because I really like that we talk about rumors, but you know, I want your guys' feedback. So you should tweet at us at the Geek Digest um, or shoot us an email, which is thegeekdigest at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow us on everything so that you know when episodes are going to be pushed out, kind of updates on everything, we are at The Geek Digest on everything, and our website is thegeekdigest.net. Just one last little reminder, if you guys are listening on Apple, please give us a rating and a review. It doesn't even, like, register that we have a star rating until we get a certain number of ratings so the more of you guys that click those little stars the better it will be for us and we will appreciate it so so much if you're listening on something other than apple please just shoot us a follow or whatever the kind of algorithm is over on that site it really means a lot to us because it allows us to grow subscribe probably as one of them whatever if you could just 
do, do that, that. It allows us to grow <laughs> and uh, it allows us to continue producing content. I am Victoria and I'm at Victoria Shaz on everything. I am Zayfod, that's Z-Z-A-Y-P-H-O-D, and I am that on everything as well. And again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day, morning, afternoon, evening, wherever it is where you are when you're listening, and we will talk to you guys next week. See Bye. you then. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.